Good morning, each and every one of you. Thank you for joining me. This is Gail Manizak with City Changers, Illinois. Today I'm going to be talking about purpose and how your life has a purpose. And my life has a purpose. Each and every one of us, God has purposed a plan for our life that's specific to us. So... And that our life is to glorify God. So there are things, though, that I will say that happen in our lives that, you know what, you're not going to (laughs) like. You're just not going to like. But you have to know that they are all there for a reason. There's plenty of things that have happened in my life I did not like, but they were there for a reason. The reason is to let God use them for your good so he can mold you into the image of Jesus his son right so he is the firstborn Jesus the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and have who have believed in him so when you believed in Jesus as the son of God you too came to be born again or born of God born again and that's why you're part of his family that's why you can call Jesus your brother. That's why you can call God your father. So your father has established a purpose for making you his child. Just like, say, Esther's life in the Old Testament had a purpose. Your life has a purpose as well. It isn't, you know, God just has special purpose for special people. Esther wasn't any more special than you are. She's just in the Bible as an example to us. But there's a purpose for your life. And like Esther had to be very brave and go before her husband, the king, when she hadn't invited or hadn't been invited to see him. And that was a big no-no in those days. Big no-no. God did not intend for Esther to do that alone. So when Esther went to him, While fasting and praying, God was sure to give Esther the answer she was looking for, the courage to speak up for her people and to save them from death, right? She was going to the Lord with fasting and prayer. So you know what? You probably don't have to save anyone from dying at the hands of an evil ruler, of course, but you might also need the courage to go through what you go through Knowing God has a purpose for it. You know, all of us need courage. All of us need to be brave. We're not all just naturally courageous and brave. And you don't have to like it. Probably Esther was not thrilled about it either. But she searched for God's help. She searched for God's guidance. And like God always does, he delivered his people from evil. So, you know, today, ask God to guide you in your life. Ask him to uh, show you the way every day. Many years later in Esther's life, um, after Esther was gone and her people had been saved from death, there was another ruler that came to, to burden her family. And this time God chose a young girl named Mary to help him carry out his plan of salvation for his children. Mary was supposed to marry Joseph. 
soon, actually. But when an angel of the Lord appeared to Mary to tell her that she was going to be pregnant with God's child, Mary did not argue with the Lord, right? Mary recognized what God had planned out for her. It was bigger and it was better than what she or her parents had already planned. So before she married Joseph, Mary became pregnant with Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, in that day, in that time, punishment for women who got pregnant before marriage was another thing you just did not do. You did not do. It was being, you could be stoned to death. Was it easy for Mary to say yes to God? You know, think of that question. Was it easy for her to say yes to God? And then look at our own different situations that we face in our life. Well, it probably was not easy for her, yet she did it. She knew about God's promise to his people. She knew that God was going to send a Savior who could free free them from bondage. She recognized God's word being fulfilled in her time and she was also courageous to assume the consequences so whatever the consequences were she was willing to pay the price that brings a lump into my throat that is powerful so you when God says he will do something he does it he is a good father who keeps his promises to us God said he will conform us or he will make us into the image of his son, so he will. And all that we have to do is say like Mary, all we have to do is say, yes, God, do unto me according to your word. Amen. So whatever God has chosen for your life, it's like, be it unto me, Lord. And, you know, if we've got to fast and pray for courage or or to be brave enough to do that then we need to fast and pray and then being like Jesus is is not about going through life walking on water right being like Jesus is about a uh, living a life of purpose Jesus said that his purpose was to bring his father glory our purpose is also to glorify the Father because we are being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ every single day through every trial that we go through. And you might be asking yourself, well, what is glory then and where do I find it? I'm, I'm glad you asked because glory is putting the spotlight on God. Let me say that one more time. Glory is putting the spotlight on God always. Anything that makes people become aware, acknowledge, and appreciate that God is good, merciful, just, loving, kind, and any other adjective that of God's character that you want to add brings him glory. So he wants people to notice all the beauty he has created for them because he loves them. So people, they do not... Um, need to live as slaves of sin no matter what it is gossip lies the the plain old meanness of man 
or the flesh, and Jesus came to free people from sin. He came to destroy the works of the devil. So when you see that friend that you personally have been taking, uh, that personally has been taken hostage by sin, that friend of yours, you know, that's, that's been snagged by the enemy, you need to know that your big brother, basically, is powerful enough to come and free you from it. All you have to do is confess your sin and he will forgive and free you from it. Now, we not only need to stay with that thought ourselves, but we need to tell others that Jesus came to set them free from sin. So we can't bring our Heavenly Father glory if we are going to live in sin. We have to confess, we have to be free from it, then our lives will be able to bless others by the way that we're able to share his love and share his mercy in our own lives. So changing the world is part of our job as Christians to change the world, to change the atmosphere of the world with the purpose that God has given us, whatever that is in our life. For you, it might be ministering behind a pulpit. For me, it might be uh, singing or playing an instrument. Uh, whatever it is, that is, God is going to use that. So there are many people who are not enjoying God's love. Why? They've been tricked into believing that God doesn't love them or doesn't care about them because they are hurting inside. There are so many hurting people. God doesn't want people to hurt anymore. He sent his son Jesus specifically for that purpose. So people could come to him, be free from all types of bondage and fear. And the Bible says in 1 John that the life of Jesus was actually revealed to us with this purpose. Quote, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And you know what? You can look at your life. Are there any areas of your life or the lives of those around you that have lost their joy, lost their peace, lost their purpose in life? The good news is you have a Savior who will never leave you nor forsake you. One who came that you might enjoy justice and joy and peace in your spirit instead of troubles and trials and agony every moment. His name is Jesus and he wants to set you free from anything that the enemy has intended for evil. Jesus can will, can and will turn everything for good to those that love him the bible says he'll turn everything that the enemy meant for bad he'll turn it into good he will do the same for others around you it's very important that you experience his goodness in your life first so then you can actually share with your portion of the world where you're at what he is capable of doing there was one day that Jesus was traveling with his disciples and and a woman from another tribe kept following them and asking Jesus to help her daughter because she was possessed by demons. 
Well, Jesus told the woman that because of her faith, her daughter would be healed. And she was. So Jesus, let me tell you, friends, he came to bring us life. He came to bring life to everyone. That uh, life-giving flow even into your whole being. He did not care about a person's tribe or color or gender to to offer salvation. It was offered to everyone. And we all need to experience it. We need to experience it firsthand so we can tell others about it, right? Because those who once lived in darkness, they're now living in the light if they have met the Lord Jesus Christ. So from the beginning, Jesus' purpose was to take away the sin of the world by dying. And this wasn't an easy task by any means. Look at what he went through. Because not only was he going to suffer at the cross, but the road to get there meant that he had to live a perfect life. In the flesh, Jesus had to live a life without sin so his sacrifice would be acceptable by the Heavenly Father. Well, you know, you might be asking, well, because he loves us, there's no other explanation. God wants a relationship with you, and the only way to make it possible was for Jesus to die on the cross carrying all of your sins. Jesus asked the Father if there was another way possible to reestablish a relationship with you. He didn't want to go through that. At the Garden of Gethsemane, and anyway, the Father was present, excuse me, persistent that his love for you meant that Jesus would have to die on the cross. There had to be a sacrifice that was fully acceptable to the Father to cover all of us. So Jesus had to persevere, and persevere means to keep going even when things are difficult. Remember that in your life. Perseverance means for you and me to keep going when things are difficult. So Jesus did what God wanted, even though it was really hard and all, all of Jesus' friends left him, and they ran when, the, when things got looking like a tough situation. You know, have you ever been in a situation like that where, where things get tough and it seems that even your best friend leaves you? Well, let me tell you, Jesus is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and Jesus will never leave you. He didn't give up on you then, and he won't do so now. He persevered. I'm going to close here. He persevered for you through life, not only through life, but through his death, through his resurrection. He made sure that God the Father would be able to call you his child. The biggest thing is that you accept the gift. If you haven't accepted it and you're listening to this, you need to accept the gift right now. Remember this, when someone hands you a gift, until you actually receive it into your hand, it's not yours, right? You might have been given that gift, but if you didn't receive it, you didn't get it. 
he loves you so much. Don't go through the rest of your life without his love if you don't know him. And get to know him. Um, You will, I'm telling you, will jump for joy at the very mention of his name, at his presence. You will so want to tell others about him. Receive it for yourself and then, yes, share it with others. Share it with everyone because everyone needs to know about Jesus.